The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Nasty is my, my fourth child. And so already with my, my third child, with Eliora Malka, so we found out when she was born, and a day in, all her blood cells were being killed. She had this, she needed a full blood exchange transfusion. Fuck with a lot of and she had complete refuse and totally fine. And we found out from that point on that every child would be a lot of Mathias Nefesh. And basically, work with high risk specialists. And it basically it came out to which none of the doctors ever played how this occurred and why it happened. And or only starting with a third child, but mine and my wife's blood is like incompatible in a way that's extremely rare. This not there's some more famous, you know, things like this, but not this is very very rare. In fact, when it happened the first time, there were like posters up in the hospital about our case, like teaching the doctors about it. And um, so every every child and the nature of it, every child that you'd have, it gets more and more intense. Wasn't it clear for me to be able to have the fifth child? That was a lot of Nisim also from another time. We told the stories of here all night though, but but with so with Nestia, and my wife was gonna have to have like blood transfusions throughout the whole pregnancy. Would you have to understand what I mean? Blood transfusions. That's not like what you think. Like I'll hook up to an IV, which itself is in, you know, some blood and it's basically a needle like this, straight into the abdomen, straight into the placenta, giving the baby blood. Now, because it's been so intricate and so tiny, and be, to make sure there's no anesthesia. Like, you understand, to be able to have a child, so my wife, pretty much like seven times or eight times through the pregnancy, had to have this done. And then other IV treatments and different, I don't even get involved, but just to be able to have, Baksham, a healthy baby. Already after, fifth child, the doctor said we couldn't have any more children because of it, but with Nisim or the brothels were there. But with, so with Nestia, we're already knowing going in that we have all of this going to happen. We're working with like top high-risk specialists. And my wife goes in for a sonogram about six weeks into the pregnancy. And the doctor looks at her, looking at the sonogram, and says, I'm so sorry. But there's no heartbeats. And there's a deformation of the head. And basically, you know, if you don't miscarry, you're going to have to abort the baby. There's no... And then like, he first said that to her, like, just nonchalantly, somewhat. I'm not even there with her, whatever I felt. And then says to her, but if you want, you could, like, wait a week, because, like, one in ten million is a little bit off, but if she calls her own doctor, her, her regular OBGYNs, and she's, like, coming in two days and order the procedure, whatever it is, and you start over your four children. Moya comes up, obviously it's difficult, but okay. We're talking about it that night. The first doctor's in, even if one time million, so wait a week. Why not wait a week? What are we, when are we rushing? It's a few day difference from this way. We can do it. And think we're going to adopt it and we'll go for brachos and we'll see what happens. You know? But a doctor's not. So that week, not only did we dive in and wait, obviously it's all of the data, but it went that Sunday of the week. The week was going to be up on a Tuesday. That Sunday, I first I went for a brothel in the Skolana Rebbe. They forgot that. Skolana Rebbe was a big, big sadder because it was the Holocaust. A Kaddish Tiki Yid. Kaddish Kaddash. If you have this close to a Davin and Monty, I'm sure some of you have done by the Ribbitzer Rebbe, to Davin and Monty, but the Vision of Cemetery, go also a few feet past him is our, the Skolana Rebbe and his father. We're big Sadiqim, survivors of the Holocaust. There are famous stories about them, incredible people. 
So I went to the school and my wife's, my wife's uncle was there, went to school and Rebbe, and I told him what's going on, so through a gap, I could see him speak Yiddish, and he gave a big brasa, he should be a lay, but take a heart, and that would be good, fine. Right after that, the Skvera Rebbe, the Skvera Rebbe was in Flatbush that week. And I was with another friend of mine, he had in, and we were able to get to the Skvera Rebbe, and I go to the Star Rebbe, speak English, and Skvera Rebbe is also very big on refusal. And I tell him the whole situation, he gives me this whole long bracha. And I look at the Rebbe, and I say, Rebbe, could you give me an eighth, or maybe something I should take upon myself, maybe a tefillah that I should say, like Mizaiset to Refuos, Yeshuos. He looks at me, and he says, there's nothing you have to do, everything's already okay. So I look at the Rebbe again, yeah, I said, oh, maybe the Chavod, and I tried to say it in the sense, of, like, maybe the Rebbe didn't fully understand, it's, you know, the week's up to no, 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 I understood everything, there's nothing if new, everything's okay, right? And my wife went to the doctor on Tuesday, and it was a perfect heartbeat, and everything was, and the head was normal, and, but a beautiful child, Nesya Tiyuluk. Obviously, Nesya, miracle of Hashem, because of this miracle, and many other miracles. Why are I telling you this word now? Start off, we imagine Nisan is a month of miracles. And what's the miracles of Nisan that we usually would focus on? We focus on the miracle of Kriyas Yamsav, the miracle of the Ten Makos, the miracle of Yisir Betrayer. But we said here tonight that maybe the Iker of Nisan is not even Pesach, when that comes on Mishkan. And that's when the Briyat Island was finished. Because that's what we do. And I like to tell you, and I believe that strongly. See, what was the miracle of the story I just told you about my daughter Nessia? Most people heard that story that the miracle was that the Shem that she was okay, and the Skvera Rebbe Shlita with like Mamish Nevur, there's a story from the time of the Balshem, was, was willing to say to me on Sunday and look me in the face and the eyes and say, everything's already okay. Four days before, a doctor said there's no heart teeth and Deformation, you have to abort the baby, and, and this sad thing's telling me everything's already okay. And he was right. And I went back to him, but then came, and of course he looks at me, wouldn't even take that car as a told. says, Oh Hashem. So you think that's the miracle? It's miraculous that a man in this world, in 20, it is, it's 13 years ago, 2010, is living in our world, Bashan, go visit, he sees women, go get a brothel from a man that they won't have ruined coded. That's a miracle. No, no, no. Let me tell you something. To me, that's not, that's a miracle. You're right. But if that's a miracle, everything's a miracle. I mean, that's a sham. And it's just as much a miracle that we wake up in the morning, and the sun rises, and then I breathe, and then I see. There are miracles for my sham every single moment. And really, it's just a play of words. A miracle for our sham is a play of words. Is there anything different to God than what's natural and supernatural? Just as much a miracle that we're, we're all here, breathing and living, as it is for the square rabbit tell me everything's following. So what are miracles? Those are miracles, of course, when we see it, we're inspired, and that's tremendous. Those are miracles of Hashem. That's Pesach, the miracles, which are also important, also give a chivra, and also give a source. But the bigger miracle, I believe, are the miracles that we perform. That my wife says... To bring another yid into the world, I'm gonna go. And you don't understand what it was to go, and I know going into it, we already have three healthy, beautiful children. No, no, I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna have, and I'm not only with with Nessia, with with Uriel Nessia and Savi, and go and have, go every week and have treatment done, and have blood transfusions, have 
literally, I, this is why, this is why men would never be able to have children. Like, it was me, again, it finished over. I'm not having a needle like this put into my abdomen seven, eight times, like, over again, three children call it a day, right? Nashim Sukhanios, that are willing to go, and that's the miracle. For me, that's the miracle. That's what Sears and Effort. Miracles is what we create. The miracles are what we do. When we do, when we dive in, when we, we're close to ourselves, even when we have, and we all have our challenges, and we have difficulty in our life, and dark and cloud, but it's that, I'm with Hashem. I'm with Hashem, and I'm going to still dive in. I'm going to still dress with sneers, and I'm going to, it's going to be the summer, and it's going to be boiling hot, and my family, they come from a more modern family, and they're all going and involved in whatever it might be, and I'm still, no, no, no. I dress the same way. I'm with Hashem. So the miracle. Is the miracle we create. And that fulfills purpose of this world. And there's no question when we create those miracles, Hashem brings us back His miracles. And therefore, that's the month of Nisan. Nisan and Moshe Nes, right? The people think it's the miracles of, of Pesach. The miracles of Akamas Mishka. That first Kledesh. The miracles that we create. Clever, don't stop creating miracles. Don't stop creating miracles. And it's just that each and every one of you continues to create miracles. All these actually the miracles from Hashem as well. The ghoulish layabout. But Mashiach the Kainil. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.